Hey homies, this is Sarah. And this is Ashley. And this is Hometown Homicide. go-go what's up hi hi how are you i'm good how are you tired i mean yeah same on that yeah i spent a lot of friday sleeping i wish (laughs) i'm working again as much overtime as possible this week and then i also babysat this week i just got my ass kicked at work this week and uh yeah, I was just real tired, so, you know, had some thunderstorms. It, it was nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little cooler weather. Got the fall weather. It was really humid, though, so I couldn't really... It was humid. <clears throat> Excuse me. I couldn't leave my windows open too much just because the humidity was so bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did you listen to that newest Morbid? The Katie Palmer? I guess I don't know if it's the newest one, but the fairly newest The one. accident? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's so fucked. <laughs> Very. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to Morbid, the Katie Palmer. I don't remember the exact title of it, but she got hit, hit and killed by um, a, a neighbor. basically drunk driver and neighbor in the morning, and nothing has happened to him because he's friends with the cops that showed up on scene, and they just just brushed everything under the rug well and also the complete disrespect of the police at the scene making Mm -hmm. fun of the deceased um talking about her perfume it was just Mm -hmm. it was really hard to listen to to be honest without getting very upset it's one thing to like compartmentalize if i could talk and like have to be able to take in a situation but to yeah just straight up being joking and making fun with the body cam on picking it all up the husband has to hear that the family has to hear that later like it was, it was bad news bears yeah it was not good very bad otherwise i don't think anything else has been happening i've been too busy to pay attention to anything else i mean i did go shopping at tj maxx yesterday and they have a ton <laughs> a ton of ton of Halloween stuff, Hocus Pocus. Um, They have a large assortment of charcuterie boards. We are having girls' night next Saturday where it is bring your own charcuterie board (laughs) type of thing. It's going to be super fun. Um, I spent a lot of time in there. I could have spent a lot of money, but I did, like, show (laughs) self-control, which is not normal for me. But... I want to go back. It's just, there's so much in there, and I want it all. Which made me, the story I'm telling today is more of a, like, creepy, spooky story, and not, like, I mean, it does, it was still considered true crime, because it, crime technically was kind of happening, but, like, it's not our typical murder story that we tell, but this one, I just, I was really intrigued by it. So I, I'm like, I'm doing this. I don't care. <laughs> um, and I want to hear what you guys think at the end. 
And we do appreciate spooky stories. We haven't said much about sending anything in, but you guys can always submit stories to us of yeah spooky happenings or true crime that you've been not involved with necessarily, but like experienced or whatnot. But and you can send anything over to podcast at hometownhomicide.com. Yep. Also, make sure you follow us. You can send us messages on Twitter, which is at Ope Murder. What she said. <laughs> we have Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Hometown Homicide Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. And I did update our link tree because I went in there and it had our links for all of our podcasts going to a wrong one. So I fixed it. Well, that being said, the channel my inner Ryan Bergara. Ashley, what do you have for us today? Well, we're going to talk about the house at 657 Boulevard. So Derek and Maria. Just 657 Boulevard? Yeah, it's in Westfield, New Jersey. But it's... Just give me a second, okay? Okay, well, I just felt like there was, like, a name of the boulevard missing or something. Nope, that's the name of the word, oh. like, boulevard. Ooh, I think I know which one we're talking about. Okay. And I have never heard of this, so that's why when I found it, I, I searched unsolved cases, and this came up, and I'm like, this is weird. Ooh, I like this. But then, uh, it, it was getting, getting late at night, so I had to stop. <clears throat> <laughs> because this is, like, my fear <clears throat> so Derek and Maria brought us purchased what they thought was their dream house a six-bedroom Dutch colonial at 657 Boulevard in Westfield New Jersey only a handful of residents have called that address home including the one-time mayor of Westfield the Woods the Broadduses and the family that bought the home in 2019 so after the Broadduses sold it The house was only a few blocks away from Maria's childhood home. Derek grew up working class in Maine. Um, They then moved his way up the ladder at an insurance company in Manhattan to become a senior vice president with a salary large enough to afford the $1.3 million house with their three children. Mm -hmm. So it was June 2014. Three days after the Broadduses bought the house, they had possession, They were going to do some renovations before they moved in. So Derek had just finished painting when he decided to go check the mailbox, Mm -hmm. thinking there probably wouldn't be much in there since, again, they've only been there for three days. Along with a few bills, there was also a white card-shaped envelope. It was addressed with a thick, clunky handwriting to the new owner with a typed note inside. It read, Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades, and now as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. Okay, already creepy. Definitely. The letter continued. 
You have children. I have seen them. So far, I think there are three that I have counted. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call them and draw them to me. The envelope had no return address. Who am I? The person wrote. There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. The letter concluded with a suggestion that this message would not be the last. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Followed by a signature typed in a cursive font, The Watcher. (laughs) I have goosebumps. I've never looked into this story. I've just seen the unsolved, BuzzFeed Unsolved with Ryan and Shane at least 10 times probably because I've watched all of their seasons of everything a fucking 10 times over. And I'm real excited to hear more because even just that part, you had more details about the letter than Ryan said in the in the show. And now as I was reading that, I'm like, is it supposed to be 657 Boulevard or 657 Boulevard? Like, I mean, I know it's the same thing. Right. But, like, am I saying it wrong? Oh, I don't think I'm it matters. I'm pretty sure Ryan said it's 657 Boulevard. So Derek contacted the police and told them of the threatening letter. An officer came to the house, read the letter, and said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> he asked Derek if he had enemies and recommended moving a piece of construction equipment from the back porch in case the watcher tried to toss it through a window. I don't know what that meant. Oh, that seems strange. Derek also sent an email to the previous owners, John and Andrea Woods, because the letter mentioned them along with the Broaddus' children, who were 5, 8, and 10. Mm -hmm. It said, I asked the Woods to bring me young blood, and it looks like they listened. Andrea Woods responded the next day and said they had received only one letter from someone claiming to be the Watcher right before they moved out. In the 23 years they had lived there, they hadn't received anything like that, so they dismissed it and threw the letter away. Mm -hmm. They were on their way out. They're like, whatever. A letter like this would freak anyone out, and it certainly freaked out the Broadduses, especially when, uh, according to the cut, Derek was giving a tour of the renovations to some neighbors, and the woman suddenly said, it'll be nice to have some young blood in the neighborhood. Hmm. And then um, I also read... In another article that actually Andrea Woods went to the police department with Derek mm-hmm. um, just because she, you know, had received a letter as well. Mm-hmm. A second envelope arrived a few weeks later. It read in part, the workers have been busy and I have been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found out what's in the walls yet? In time, they will. I am pleased to know your names now and the name of the young blood you have brought to me. You certainly say their names often. Okay. So, like, (laughs) I'm sorry, but, like, the fact that they know your name and, like, your kids' names, that's... Yeah, it's super creepy. I've I've read this, obviously, as I was doing this, but, like, I'm still Mm -hmm. giving me goosebumps. You certainly say their names often. 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of this house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement? Or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. 
It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Good. <laughs> Yikes. Will they sleep in the attic or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know which is, excuse me, it will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. <laughs> All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the watcher, and I have been in control of 657 Boulevard for a better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are to Broadus family. So they spelled, he spelled, or the watcher spelled their name wrong. Mm. Um, so it's Broadus or Bradus instead of Broadus. Mm. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard and now has brought you to me. Have a happy move-in day. You know I will be watching. Who could be sending these letters? Was that a neighbor mad about the renovations? Maybe a neighbor not wanting to have kids next door? Or someone who wanted the house but lost it during the bidding war? Because this is 2014. Okay. So, yeah. I mean... It's not that long ago. Right. So Derek set up cameras all over the house and even stayed up late mapping out the neighborhood, noting when certain families had moved in, while keeping a close eye on the streets to see any suspicious vehicles were driving by. Honestly, if it were me, I'd be gone already. But, I mean, $1.3 <laughs> million house, you can't just, like, leave. Mm-hmm. But I would make sure I would have a camera pointing right at that mailbox. Yeah. But I guess if the mailman's delivering it, never mind. Well, it's I. I guess at least from what I felt like from the BuzzFeed Unsolved, it was like hand delivered, like that they weren't necessarily postmarked and stuff. And, and if that, yeah, that's what I was actually thinking. But I mean, I'd be having cameras. It sounds like it was a busy street; people drove by all the time. But still, mm-hmm. if you could see on your camera the same car, maybe. No. I don't know. I just don't know what I would do. <laughs> All right. So Derek and Maria stopped bringing their kids to the house. They were no longer sure when or if they would move in. Several weeks later, a third letter arrived. Where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you. <laughs> Derek continued to reach out to the police and they suspected his next door neighbor, Michael Langford, was the one because he had been diagnosed with schizophrenia. But when they did a DNA testing on the envelope, it came back indicating a woman had sealed the letter shut with her saliva and it didn't match anyone in his home. Some people in town started to think that maybe the Broadduses had written it and sent the letters to themselves, perhaps to get out of the contract they signed to buy the home mm-hmm. because they thought maybe they were in over their heads mm-hmm. because they just kept upgrading their homes and it was too much. Mm-hmm. But Maria's DNA was tested and it wasn't a match. Um, So then Derek reached out to the real-life FBI agent who inspired the character of Clarice Starling in Silence of the Lambs, (laughs) which whom he was on a school board of trustees with. Huh. So this guy has connections. Interesting. After doing a threat assessment on the letters, analysis showed that the writer was likely an older person based on the vocabulary and their habit of double spacing after a period. That's the right way. That's how I do it, because that's how I was taught. Exactly. Just like the Oxford comma, it's the right way. 
Sorry, it drives me I, crazy. I, I read that and I felt attacked. So they also hired the security firm Kroll to look for handwriting matches to the envelopes, but none emerged. Still determined to get answers, the family hired a forensic linguist and former member of the band Shanana, Robert Leonard, to score local forums for language patterns that resembled the mysterious watcher's notes. Six months after they received the first letter, they decided to sell the house. But due to the rumors spreading all over town, mm-hmm. the house didn't sell. So they also, from what I read, when they were trying to sell the house, they were telling people who were like coming to look at it and interested. About the letters? They were telling them about the letter. Dumbass. Even though cops literally told them not to say anything because... Oh, yeah. You're going to scare people off. In case it was their neighbors, they didn't want the neighbors to know that they went to the police. But also, I could see if they didn't tell someone that was interested that that, like, somehow could void the contract if they aren't being honest. So. Really? uh, No. Because in 2015, they filed a suit against the Woods family for not disclosing. Oh, right, 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 right. Then the letter they had received from the watcher. They only had one. But you don't have to disclose a piece of mail that you received. Now, if a whole family was brutally murdered, yes, you probably should disclose that. But there's nothing making them have to. Like, I mean, there was no, like, actual violence or crimes or anything. Just intimidation, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's... it's, So... What do you tell the people, but... Like, oh, we received a letter. (laughs) And someone buying the house would be like, okay... I mean, I understand, like, you're getting multiple letters, but I don't think you have to disclose that. Because in 2017, a New Jersey judge threw out the suit, saying it could not set an unreasonable precedent for what sellers would have to disclose. Mm -hmm. In 2016, the Broadduses made a brief effort to have the house torn down and redevelop the lot. Their plans weren't approved, but a final letter from the watcher arrived threatening to exact revenge on them if they harmed the house. Mm-hmm. It said, <clears throat> maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as mild illness that never seems to go away but makes you sick day after day after day after day after day. <laughs> maybe the mysterious death of a pet, loved ones suddenly die, planes and cars and bicycles crash, bones break. You wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. Maybe you even spoke to me. One of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you do know and you're too scared to tell anyone. Good move. I walked by the new trucks when they took over my neighborhood and mocked me. I watched you as you watched from the dark house in in an attempt to find me. Telescopes and binoculars are wonderful inventions. 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters, barricading its gates. My soldiers of the boulevard followed my orders to a T. They carried out their mission and saved the soul of 657 Boulevard with my orders. All hail the watcher. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. I can just hear fucking chained. All hail the watcher. (laughs) Oh, they they made fun of that part so much. Uh, after years on the market, the Watcher House finally sold in 2019, with the Broadduses taking a $440,000 loss. Goy. The new owners of the home haven't been identified, and they haven't spoken out as if they've received letters from the Watcher. But as of right now, the Watcher has never been caught or identified. 
Now, a few theories that they think, um, they thought maybe it was a neighbor who did not like what they were doing to the house. Mm -hmm. But also, going back to Derek. Mm -hmm. They think it was him all along. Mm -hmm. Because they ended up in 2019 getting a deal from Netflix. Mm. Um, A pretty good deal. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not on Netflix yet. I have looked it up. And it is not so far like planned to be released. They don't know when, if it will be now. I don't know why. So they think that Derek sent the letter to the woods before they moved out because maybe they, he knew that they were buying the house and they, you know, mm-hmm. so that he could then have a story like, oh, it happened to you guys too. Mm-hmm. Because when they were looking to redevelop the land, mm-hmm. His neighbors got letters, and they came back, and they were linked to Derek. He's mm-hmm. the one who sent them. So they think he was sending the, the letters to himself the entire time because they were in over their head, and but, they were originally trying to see if they could get a deal, like sell the story. Mm-hmm. But what female was it then? I don't know. Because if they tested the wife... About the kid. Yeah, but I was just going to say... It would have at least come back similar. True. Um, also, I do think it's messed up, which you didn't touch on it, but since I said before, I've watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved like at least ten times. Um, like you mentioned that they tried to like plan to tear it down and redevelop or whatever, but they were trying to split it into the two. Mm-hmm. They were trying to split it in half, which left the property three feet too small. I yep. think. And the city was like, nope, sorry, not going to do it, even though they had made that exception for other properties. But they didn't want to do it for, for this property. So, like, what the fuck's that about? So this who is you, weird. Who do you think is a watcher? Like, is it know. a random person? Some fucked up neighbor? And I'm going to, t- like, this is my nightmare. <laughs> I'm always terrified that someone is watching me. I don't know why, but at night, I do not, like my blinds open because I, I'm always thinking someone is going to be standing out there watching. Don't know why. <laughs> I, I just, that terrifies me. I'm only nervous like that while like walking outside generally at night or, you know, like or in a weird, semi, not abandoned place, but like when I left visiting my mom in the hospital that night, you know, it wasn't super late, but it was like 830. She's like, you be careful when you go out there. And I was like, had my keys ready just in case. I'm like, no one's out here, right? No one's gonna fucking snap, like snatch me up, right? But but that'd be some like. But I'm saying like someone I, who's yeah. always in front of your place where you're supposed to feel safe. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole different level of. I mean, you're being watched everywhere you go. There's cameras everywhere you go now, but For like, sure. in my own place, there shouldn't be any cameras watching me unless it's my camera. Right, like someone specifically violating your privacy. And if you. And some people don't care, and they leave their blinds open when they turn the light on in their bathroom. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, some people don't care. I don't want people watching me to go to the bathroom. I've even got a stained glass window in my bathroom, and I don't like having the shower curtain because it's in the shower. Because my house doesn't even have an actual shower. It's got a fucking bathtub, and it's got to have the fucking thing. And (laughs) so there's a window Right at like midsection level, if you were standing, 
but like I don't even like to have the shower curtain open when I go in to pee even though it's a stained glass window like you're not going to be able to see you're not going to be able to see but I'm still like you'll be able to see like someone's moving and you'll know that I'm in here peeing or like that I'm in here doing whatever I think that too yeah if I even like god I cannot talk Jesus Christ even with my blinds closed if the light's on I feel like they can see through the blinds but I forget that these are wood blinds so they Mm, yeah these ones yeah but it still scares me (laughs) so I I I've never heard of this and I hope Netflix comes out with it and that's why I'm like I'm gonna do it now it's getting spooky season time Um, time to start decorating and my only thought that if they don't do it is maybe they found out that he if he was behind it maybe they found out that and they're like forget this we're not doing it but if they already paid them maybe not and they take their losses and not it would still glorify. be interesting because even if they did do it it's maybe not pay them and then just do it anyways but yeah I don't I don't know oh hail the watcher <laughs> so yeah very, I, very bizarre what city was that again New it Jersey was something. in Westfield New Jersey New Jersey. So I did not stay in the Midwest, but I don't care. I she was found very and was Yes, she was enamored with it. Well, thank you, Ashley, for telling us about the Watcher. And if anyone else has anything spooky they want to share, because again, we are coming into spooky season soon. So if I you saw have someone, anything you want to share, send it to us. I saw someone put something about that we're in october yes. <laughs> like love it yes. yes make sure to check out our youtube we do put our videos out there um not right away because you know we we work full time so um and Some, if you do like what you hear again <laughs> please leave us a five-star review on apple spotify good pods you know facebook facebook all that um remember that we want to tell stories to you and not about you so stay safe And this was Hometown Homicide Spooky Edition. (laughs)